This is a hypothetically great podcast. This is Tech News for MBAs. I'm Professor Paul Canetti. It is Friday, October 29th, 2021. I knew that Facebook had their big annual Connect conference coming up this week. It was yesterday, Thursday. Normally, I'm collecting headlines the whole week and thinking about what I should talk about for each episode. But this week, I knew better. I knew just wait until this event. Just wait and hear what Mark Zuckerberg has to say. And he did not fail to deliver. Facebook is no more. Now we're all living in the metaverse. So let's not waste any time. Let's get right into it. This week's headline is a real banger, like I knew it would be. Facebook has renamed its company to Meta. Meta founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg announced yesterday that he was changing the name of the company from Facebook to Meta. Now, Facebook until now has really been two different things. Facebook is a product, an app that you use on your phone or your computer. And Facebook is also the name of the parent company that owns the Facebook app, but also owns and operates Instagram, WhatsApp, Messenger, Oculus, and a few others that you may or may not be familiar with. Now, Oculus was a company that was acquired by Facebook in 2014 for a little north of $2 billion. And at the time, it was a very nascent virtual reality company that had raised a crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter And that I think a lot of people saw as a pretty random buy for Facebook and that they overpaid dramatically. But it's interesting now, seven years later, to see the foresight of that acquisition at the time, that team, that technology, and to really sort of place a bet then that is starting to come to fruition now. And this is the annual conference about virtual and augmented reality. So not by accident that this is where Mark Zuckerberg really declared his intentions for the next era of Facebook, which now has officially been renamed to Meta. Notably, Oculus is also being rebranded to Meta. So it's funny, there used to be a company called Facebook and then sort of a subsidiary of that company called Facebook. Now there's going to be a company called Meta with a product called Facebook and then another product line called Meta. Meta is short for Metaverse, and we'll talk more about exactly what that is. It's also the Greek word that means beyond, which Mark Zuckerberg mentioned. And of course, we use it uh, just in normal speech when something's Meta. It's sort of outside of itself. And I think there's something interesting about when we use the term meta, it's sort of implying a self-awareness or a self-referential kind of thing. So what is the metaverse? Well, the term originated in the science fiction novel 
Snow Crash by Neil Stevenson. This is in the early 90s. And I mean, definitely the way that the metaverse was envisioned in that book is not entirely dissimilar from the metaverse that we're talking about now. But I think it's really just sort of taking the spirit of it. But if you look on Wikipedia, Wikipedia says metaverse is a speculative future iteration of the Internet made up of persistent shared 3D virtual spaces linked into a perceived virtual universe. The metaverse, in a broader sense, may not only refer to virtual worlds, but internet as a whole, including the entire spectrum of augmented reality. That first line again, a speculative future iteration of the internet. And I think that really is the best way for us to think about the metaverse. It's not about Facebook creating a metaverse and then Google will create a metaverse and Snapchat will create a metaverse. Just the same way we don't say that each of them has an internet, right? There is the metaverse and the metaverse is like the way we use the internet today. It is the ground that all these other services uh, sit upon. And what Mark Zuckerberg and the team at Meta are trying to do is they're basically trying to make this new version of the internet real. So instead of being speculative, to actually bring this to bear. Now, as longtime listeners of this podcast and any former students of mine know, and pretty much anyone that's ever talked to me might know, I've been talking for years about this concept of a fully immersive version of the internet that lives all around us all the time. I'm writing a book about this and really about augmented reality. Metaverse is a relatively new name given to this sort of phenomenon, but it really is about integrating the internet into everything we do instead of just interacting with it through this screen, this rectangle that we carry around with us or rectangle that we put on our desk at work or rectangle that we put on the wall to watch TV. But instead, the internet and our digital lives being fully integrated into the physical world. And when we think about virtual reality versus augmented reality, the best way that I like to think about it is that this is really a spectrum. They're not two different things, you know. On one end of the spectrum, imagine your field of vision is 0% artifact, 0% digital. It's just exactly what exists in the physical world. That would just be, you know, reality. And then imagine the other end of the spectrum where it's 100% virtual, 100% digital. There's not a single pixel of reality shining through. That's virtual reality. And basically anything in between is augmented reality. And of course, the advantage to AR is that you can be using it while you are going about your day, while you're talking to other people, while you're walking down the street. Whereas VR, you really lose touch with the physical space and the physical people that are with you as you are fully transported to somewhere else. Now, this keynote presentation that Mark Zuckerberg gave was unusual in that it really wasn't about any specific 
releases or product announcements. I mean, some very minor ones. It was more of a public declaration of the intention of the company over an unspecified period of time, basically just from here forward into the future. And it's rare for a public company to do this. It's not really a launch event. It's more like a manifesto. And you can tell from the way that Zuckerberg talks about it that this is where his heart is, probably where it's been now for a few years, but he finally gets to talk to the rest of the world about it. And obviously, I've never run a company even remotely close to the size of Facebook or Meta, whatever it's called. But I know the feeling. I can see it as an entrepreneur myself. I could see it in him that he has this initial set of hits that put him on the map. But now he really wants to leverage the money that those businesses generate towards a bigger and broader and more exciting ambition. And in a lot of ways, he sort of fell into Facebook. I mean, he was practically a kid when he built the thing. And there was no foresight and there was no planning. Whereas here, he has the benefit of being an adult, of having run this business, of having the ability to be intentional about what he wants to build. And rather than stepping down as the CEO of Facebook and going and starting a new company called Meta, he is attempting to pivot this company to Meta and I think sort of reverse engineering a justification and a rationale and a narrative that makes the whole thing seem like it's part of the same big project. And while there are a lot of comparisons to Google, which in 2015 pulled a seemingly similar move when they renamed the parent company to Alphabet, and then Google became a subsidiary of Alphabet, and they have other projects. But what's interesting there is that Google really remained like the main thing um, and actually have another category in their financial reports called other bets. Whereas here, it kind of seems like Meta is the main bet and the existing family of apps, as they call them, are almost like the legacy business that they're just sort of dragging along for the ride. They announced that they are going to start reporting their financials as family of apps versus reality labs. And it's not that reality labs is a separate product exactly. It's more this initiative. And if they succeed at really bringing the metaverse into existence, then those family of apps, again, Facebook and Instagram and WhatsApp and Messenger, those will actually live in the metaverse. Like today, those apps live uh, on Apple, in the App Store, on Android, uh, on the web. The next iteration of the internet, if it's the metaverse, then you will use Instagram in the metaverse. And so rather than thinking of the family of apps as sort of being peer level to reality labs, as they're calling it now, I almost think of it like reality lab sits underneath and eventually the family of apps sits on top. 
And if they pull the whole thing off, I think that this is like the equivalent of owning iOS. And this is something that we've talked about on this show quite a bit, that Facebook is just an app on these other platforms. But what if they could be the platform? Or what if they could at least have a big say in that primary platform of the future? Also interesting is that the devices are going to be called Meta. So it's like the Meta Quest is the headset instead of Oculus Quest. And so you'll be using Facebook in the metaverse on your Meta headset. It's hard to remember a company as big as Facebook, like calling their shot so far out. You know, when you think about a transformational technology like iPhone, I mean, Apple spawned this whole category concept of the smartphone that completely changed the world, right? Changed society. But we didn't know about it until the day it was ready. Like they had an event, they had a keynote. They're like, this is iPhone out of the clear blue sky. Whereas this is something happening way, way far out. And it's kind of like they're betting the whole farm on it. I mean, this is a company that is worth, you know, hovering around a trillion dollars. And they're saying, this is what we're doing now. This is the future of the business. When you are trading our stock and thinking about, you know, where it's all going, this is where it's all going. It has to work for them. They really are putting all their chips on this. As for the name itself, Meta, I wonder if it's a little too on the nose. Like imagine if Apple had renamed itself to Phone or something. I also wonder if it's going to have sort of a ricochet effect where, again, Mark Zuckerberg is claiming that he doesn't want to own the metaverse. He doesn't really think it's an ownable type of thing. Again, I think the web or the internet is, is a good analogy. But imagine if you know, Mark Zuckerberg had founded uh, a company called Internet. I wonder if we would be calling the Internet the Internet because he had already claimed it as his company name. You know what I mean? If you're a competitor, why would you do that? So is Apple going to participate in the metaverse when there's a company called Meta that they're competing with? Or are they just going to call it something else, therefore sort of defeating the idea of a generalized metaverse? Facebook's new stock ticker is going to be MVRS for Metaverse. Meta, M-E-T-A, was actually already taken by a Metaverse-themed ETF, which ironically, I'm sure, Meta will be a major holding of the Metaverse ETF, but I can imagine they're pretty mad about that stock ticker already being taken. But again, it's a risky move to try to own the category uh, when they're claiming that they don't want it to be a proprietary sort of thing. It reminds me a lot of Salesforce and their stock ticker, CRM, for customer relationship management, which is the category. And there's a lot of CRMs and they have a lot of competing CRMs, even though they sort of invented and popularized the category. And that actually worked. So this could work. As a broader theme here, AR is coming and it's been slow, slow, slow. And all of a sudden it's going to seem fast, fast, fast. And this might be the beginning of when that line starts to sort of tilt up and 
go vertical, it's just hard to know exactly how far out we are. But there's something really significant about this. I think we're going to remember this event, you know, compared to Apple, where as early as 2016, Tim Cook was saying things like AR is extremely interesting and sort of a core technology, direct quote. Um, and then they're sort of chipping away and they have AR kit and they, you know, sometimes do demos and they talk about it in interviews, but it's it's humming in the background. When Apple's ready, we'll know about it. Or then you have a company like Microsoft that has an AR headset on the market, has for years called HoloLens. It's a real product. They have real customers, real use cases, but they're missing the larger vision. There's no manifesto that goes along with that. But Facebook, sorry, Meta, uh, is really the first company to just come out and say it. Like, this is the future. We are going to lead here. Now, I am purposefully not talking about all of the messy things that have been going on with Facebook over the past weeks, months, years. But it's worth mentioning that the company that I'm talking about that is so exciting is the same company. And all of those problems will be dragged along into the metaverse. Do we really want this team and this company with this set of values to architect the next era of internet? Throughout this season, I'm positive we will be talking more about augmented reality. I'm positive we will be talking more about Meta, the company. And personally, I cannot wait for this AR future. I don't know who's going to actually lead in the end. I don't know who's going to come to market and actually have a hit with consumers and make this real. But from where we stand right now, Facebook is out front and saying loud and proud, this is who we are. This is where the world is going. Come with us if you want to live. And I have to say, it's a pretty compelling vision. If you have an hour to spare, I really recommend watching the video. I'll link in the show notes. It's a pretty corny presentation. And again, it's all like mock-ups of what it would be like if we built this. This is how it might look. It's a world where you can be in the room with other human bodies that aren't really there. It's a room where you can make eye contact and even interact physically, play sports with people that aren't there physically with you. It is a world where there are no screens. You can have any sort of size or shape TV or computer or phone with you at any time. The one screen that rules them all are the glasses that you're presumably wearing and everything else just lives in there. And it's a world where you are more connected to the people that you care about, the people you work with. Notably absent were people that you don't know and influencers and trolls and strangers on the internet. They sort of left those out of the video. But I actually believe that the version of the internet we use today is like an MVP, a minimally viable product of what it's supposed to be and what it will be, and that we're constantly forced to switch modes between 
being with the people we're really with and the people that are in our phones. And you're mid-sentence with someone in a conversation and then a text message comes in and all of a sudden you're unplugged from this reality and then you plug into the phone and then you sort of like come to, what was I saying? And nobody likes that. Nobody likes that feeling and we're just doing it all day, every day. And I think that what the metaverse represents to me at least is an opportunity to really have a fully integrated singular experience where the digital and the physical and the local and the remote and all of these things where we're constantly being pulled back and forth between them and we can actually be there together and present together. And I think, again, if it all goes according to plan, it actually will feel more organic and more human than what we're doing today. And those connections will feel more real and will actually be more present, not less. So I hope that all works out. Disclaimer, I'm not a big fan of Facebook generally. I don't own any of their stock, but I was moved by this presentation and I was inspired. All right, well, that's it for Meta. Let's see who can top that next week. We'll be back for more tech news for MBAs. I'm Professor Paul Canetti, and I'll see you next week. This is a really good podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 <laughs>